Well, hello, kia ora koutou. Um, yeah, I guess I've got a big streamer over on our shores. I've got uh, Mr. Wolf King or Wolf Gaming NZ. Yeah, man, how you doing? Good, good. How's, your, how's everything going, man? How's everything going? Yeah, everything <laughs> is going fine. I'm adopting the caveman look at the moment. Yeah. Whereas you've, you're starting to lose a bit of your shaving and getting a bit of a haircut. <laughs> I, I, I shaved, got a haircut, um, done at home, obviously. Um, so it was just a straight zero on the sides and back. Yeah. But um, then Assassin's Creed Valhalla came out. I was like, I want my beard back. <laughs> I think I got my haircut like a week before lockdown got announced. And now I'm regretting it because <laughs> I just, yeah, I wanted my hair. But yeah, yeah. Oh. That, that, Valhalla, that Valhalla game actually looks pretty sick though, eh? It looks real. Oh, I can't wait to play, man. I just want any Viking game. Like, sorry, I just had to. I can clear this can. No, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. Any Viking game. I just want to play any Viking game. That and because it's a part of the Assassin's Creed um brand, I, I'm looking forward to it. I want to see what what they can do. Hmm. So, firstly, man, could you tell us what your nationality is? Are you a fruit salad or are you just a straight? What what are you, man? Ah, uh, like a pineapple lump. <laughs> what? So, uh, <laughs> so okay. So um, I'm Samoan. I'm full full Samoan, um, but very very plastic. So like like a pineapple lump, kind of like you know, chocolate on the outside and <laughs> yellow on the inside. Chocolate on the yellow on the inside. That's an imagery. <laughs> have, you, have, have you always been into fighting games? Um, like, have you? Sorry, have you always been into games uh, while you were growing up? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I've I've always liked the appeal of games and just watching people play it. Especially, uh, I have older brothers and just seeing them play it, it always looked like a lot of fun. Um, I don't know where it's. I don't know what what game it was. I think it was like Pac Man. It was Pac Man they were playing, and they wouldn't let me play. So you know. I found it not one not being able to play it made me want it even more, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. see. So, like, prior to you and me meeting, um, what were some of the games that you were jamming at that moment? Uh, games in general or fight games? Um, just, just games in general. Games in general? Jeepers. Um, you love your first-person uh, shooters, I know that. Were you... Like, yeah. what, what, what were you jamming before you and me met at Nationals? Oh, jeepers. It was um, Black Ops 4, uh, Apex Legends. Um, yeah, for the shooters. I can't even remember my, most of the, the games I was playing. Uh, Detroit Become Human. Uh, I, like, I like the RPGs as well. Yeah. Uh, those games. Oh, I love those story games. Um, yeah, Heavy Rain. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like... So, yeah. So... What what is it about the, what is it about the shooting games that that you really bonded with? Um, the shooting part. No, with the shooting games, I think it was. Um, is it more fast pace? Is it just that adrenaline rush? A, a bit, a bit of uh, a bit of that, a bit of adrenaline rush, and just it was. Uh, knowing that I uh, had people I could play that kind of game with, yeah, like um, friends are always playing. Um, you know, when you, when you're younger, coming up, you had those games with your friend, your family, and your cousins. So there was always that kind of competitiveness to play against people in shooting games. Yeah, 
did, did you have that competitiveness for Mortal Kombat? Because um, that's a game that I know that you were quite passionate about when you, you know, in the early years. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Started. I think it was my cousin. He had like a Sega Mega Drive, and he had the Mortal Kombat Two on it, and that's where it kind of kicked off for me. Um, and I think that was one of the first times, like I've I've ever played a game where someone whooped my ass real bad, and I was like, shit, like how how do I beat my cousin? So yeah, I think that's what started it with me, and because the characters were really cool, they had like powers. I was like, yeah, yeah. This is- like this <laughs> did you did you generally stay with mortal kombat throughout each installment um i think f- most most of the most of them might miss like two or three of the installments um but yeah i think i stayed i played like a yeah one two three ultimate oh god i'm not sure if i played four then deadly alliance uh, came through. Oh, jeepers. I uh, played some wacky as 3D type. I can't remember what the free. Do you remember what the 3D type one was? Um, uh, like, is that like Deception or Armageddon? Uh, I, mean, I, I, don't, was, I don't really know them that well. Yeah, yeah, I think it was one of those ones. And I was like, this is weird. I don't, I don't like that it went like, um, like it went full 3D. Uh, full 3D. I was like, the 3D graphics would have been fine, but the fact that it was like a, open area kind of map I was like not not my Mortal Kombat and I think I stopped for a little bit after that yeah kind of switched games and now you've got like Mortal Kombat 11 which seems to be like wide you know like really good widely received by people um but I mean yeah, it's, yeah. it's had its troubles like I think the big one throughout time was having only two variants variations compared to three <laughs> and you played and you play Scorpion so I would say you don't really com- can complain because Scorpion was a bit of a pain in the ass character to deal with in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was a, a bit of a double edged sword with Scorpion because, as much as he was a pain of the ass character, especially in Mortal Kombat Eleven, there was only ever one variation that it, like maybe eighty percent of the Scorpions ever used, and that's the one downside is that once you learn one Scorpion, then most of his variations, that's it. It's yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, in saying that, every person who plays Scorpion plays them plays it differently. Or at least I, I think so. <laughs> yeah. So what attracted you to Scorpion in this game? Oh, jeepers. Uh started with um the the animated series actually. Um I liked watching the animated series and I don't know what year that was, like ninety seven? Yeah. And I used to watch it and I thought, fuck, Scorpion's actually a cool character. Um, I think more than anything, I got into the games because of the lore behind behind it, and just finding out their backstory and stuff. Like, okay, this guy's actually pretty cool, pretty cool. I like those kind of characters that have kind of like a uh, who, who are strong people, but they like kind of fall short and they do things they they shouldn't do, and end up in a path where they're not really expected to be, and then have to kind of like uh, kind of redeem themselves through 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 their um actions kind of like a uh, spawn yeah kind of like spawn yeah yeah <laughs> no, fair enough so like what made you uh, how did you hear about our nets what made you want to attend our nationals last year oh jesus how did i um i think it was watching watching uh i can't even remember what it was 
I think it was the earlier, like, EVA Japan, an EVA Japan event. I was like, oh, this is really cool. I was thinking, New Zealand's got to be up there. I was like, man, I know some people who are crazy on, like, on the sticks and controls. I was like, I wonder, I wonder where New Zealand places, you know, like, the top 50. I was like, ah, oh, snap. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, damn, where's New Zealand? <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. And then I had a, I did a lot of research trying to figure out, um, events and i saw something called ranbans so i was like i don't i don't know what that means I, <laughs> I don't know what that means and i think it was charlotte charlotte's cove who um i was like hey are you looking to play more games offline i was like yeah hard out and charlotte was actually the one who said um who sent me all the links to the nzsgc stuff i was like oh this is cool and uh standing fierce and then I started watching. I was like, oh, this is cool. And you guys were, um, like, the thing about the uh, the NZFGC is that, like, we're just, we were, as, as much as we, like, everyone talks, like, smack, everyone's, like, really close. Yeah. And I was like, I like that. Like, you know, you could, we, you could be really bros with each other and talk so much shit. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and then I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I just started watching more and more. And then um, Milky, Julian. <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh, I saw a tweet, and you know how oh you know how <laughs> how much she's a uh, she she loves her tweets. Yeah, I saw does. a tweet about Evo, Evo, uh, Evo last year. Yeah, it was last year, right? Um, and how they're taking a few people over from New Zealand. I was like, oh, okay. And then I watched. I watched the whole tournament. I was like, shit, this is cool. Mm. I thought, no oh, man, I wanna I wanna go. I wanna go 2020, obviously. Yeah, shit happened. You, you and me <laughs> both, like, man. Fuck. You and me both. There's like a lot of us that are like, fuck, man, this year's gone. It's gone. <laughs> this year's gone. Yeah, it's already, it's already in the fifth month, man. We yeah. just got to try for next year. But like, after that, I was like, I just talked to, um, uh, oh, yeah, it was Julian and Shamia and Reno. And they were just like, like, they were just telling me all the stuff. And then, um, Danny, Danny Boy, hey. uh, he just sent me the old invite, invite online. I was like, oosh. And his Baraka just smacked the shit out of me. And the MK, I was like, yo, I love this guy. Because <laughs> no matter, no matter how much, how much I, I was, I was going at it. Um, he would, um, he'll let me know what I'm doing wrong. Like he'll critique me on things, things that would work online. Don't always work offline. I was like, what? What do you mean? And I was like, because I keep jumping around a lot. If anyone knows me online, I jump like shit. I jump a lot all the time. <laughs> oh, telling my weaknesses. I'm not sure if that's a good thing. <laughs> and so I did that. And he said, why don't you come up to Nets? Why don't you come to Nationals? And I was like, okay. Um, saw the date, booked. And I was like, yeah, sweet. I'll be there. <laughs> no, that's that was, that was yeah. so great that you came along. But... <laughs> Tell us exactly where you came from, because it's not like it took you a 20, 20 30 minute drive. You actually came from way out. From Wellington. <laughs> came out from Porirua. Porirua, unknown, by yourself. Like, you know, yeah. I, I commend that commitment, bro. But as soon as you showed up, yeah, I think it wasn't just surprise, but I think a lot of people were quite just how well you kind of like trying to get to know people and fit in, but you were trying to like just make the most of the weekend, which first people oh. you know first people who are experiencing they kind of they, they kind of get <laughs> lost in awe of like what's happening around them you know 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. I think that's I think that's something um I learned from my from my brothers. Oh hold on for a sec. Oh my gosh, I got a call coming through. Oh no, not you're good, man. Hello. 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 Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that, like I said, that was really great that you came um, and meeting these players and kind of getting immersed in the scene for the first time, and that was quite a crucial um, that was quite a crucial uh, event for Mortal Kombat because we had the three uh, Trinity, what, what did I call it, the Trinity of Champions? Because you had you mentioned Butterjaw, who liked to play yeah. the antagonist with his Baraka. And then you had Gilbags, <laughs> who was the formidable Sub-Zero player from Aussie. Ooh, and the then, Sub-Zero player, yeah, Gilbags. Oh, and, and then, and then <laughs> the, the very elusive, but very destructive Boy91, or FGC Boy, who was making a tear FGC online. Boy. And so a lot of us were aware that these three guys, like we wanted to see either of these guys make it to the final. Did you have any idea of the context with this situation? Um... Not on like uh not on the day that uh, the Friday when I was like watching them like everyone was like playing each other I was like ooh are they actually gonna play I was like listening in to what they were saying and then, and then when Saturday came I was like oh look at the lineup and I was like oh oh okay these guys are like we want at least at least two of them in the finals and man yeah damn it, it, what? it, 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 oh. it could have been Balajor or. FGC boy, we really wanted one of them to to play Gil Bags because we always want that international kind of <laughs> battle at the end, you know, New Zealand and Australia. Oh. Um, and, you, and the and bragging you, rights, yeah. And the bragging rights, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, can you describe what it was like watching that grand final? Oh, how can... Oh, man, what's the... The level of excitement from actually being at an offline event... I think people underestimate how exciting it is. Like, if you're watching and you're getting excited, it's like that, but times a thousand. Like, yeah. you just get so much hype. You get drawn into the enthusiasm and the passion that everyone shares, and you can't help but want to cheer for someone. doesn't matter who you're cheering for. You just start cheering. It's like, it's nuts. Yeah, man. <laughs> you did really well um, commentating as well. Um, sometime after the event, there'd be people that would mention you by name or they'd try to remember who was that guy on the commentary box at Mortal Kombat because he did really well. A lot of people thought you did well for a first-timer. I know. I was like, you know what? I'll just put my hand in. I didn't even know. I, I forgot who came up and asked me to jump in, but I was like, do you want to jump on comms? I was like, sweet. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Not knowing anything, not knowing, uh, like all I had was my love for the game, and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> was it must have been really something seeing that game played at that level and having a different meaning. You know, you know, as you were saying, coming from being at home playing online to an oh, offline definitely. event, like the change must have been like, whoa. The yeah, the the change is is like uh, sun and moon. Um, Man, was it crazy? It was, oh, yeah. Every time I think about it now, I just like I just it brings a smile to my face. Like that's that's the impact it has has on you. And I I can't stress this enough. So uh, people who I've talked to about it, if you have played online for a while and you're just like questioning going to an offline event, don't question it. Just do it. Just go. Mm -hmm. Trust me, it's one of the best opportunities to hang out with some of the best people in New Zealand. Um, 
and you get to watch and you know you pick up things on characters like i learned some some new moves from watching other people use characters like oh yeah i see i see <laughs> <laughs> well you since you were on commentary you you know you got to see a lot of cool things um and i found a clip of you commentating a real awkward moment uh i think oh god <laughs> yeah so it was this one here where i think there was like the mix up of the handshake <laughs> but it just doesn't get it right <laughs> oh. beware, the, beware the mix up is all i'm saying <laughs> yeah but no nah, I, I i i i i do i do give you some slack i mean dealing with butter jewels baraka is, is i mean i don't play mk for a reason and i'd say <laughs> yeah because i know up until that time butter jewel was really trying to assert his dominance and you know when you can play the villain when you're not technically doing anything but even just yeah. something like even just consistently <laughs> winning or consistently being like visible in that realm of yeah. top three you kind of become a villain anyway so i know that with this nationals he was really trying to 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 make a statement um but with fgc bags oh. it was such a big it was such a big hurdle to climb it was a big hurdle he definitely made a massive statement even and I think, I think if we didn't have those three in the MK scene, like I'm not too sure how much eyes would have been on it at, the, at that time. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you, we we know that you're a streamer, and you you like to be you're used to being um, socially interactive and collaborative. So oh, ha- how I thought how, you were going to say socially awkward. No, <laughs> no, far from it. No. Um, <laughs> no, my question was. So how would this event be different to other gaming events that you've attended? Oh. Um, there's a certain there's a certain like energy about the about the whole area. Um uh, you get the you get really good vibes. Like it's hard to explain. It's like being at home when you're not at home, you know? It's like hanging out with family. That's how I can that's pretty much how I felt. Like I felt like I was hanging out with people who have like the same kind of passion, same kind of love for for the like, fighting games? Um, everyone's just the same. Like we're all like come from different walks of life, but we all have this thing in common, and that's the thing that kind of ties us together. Yeah. And then there's other little things you get to find out about people. I'm like, dude, this is real cool. Yeah. And it's... I don't think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just interesting because, like, you know, we we love fighting games, and you know, video games always get that negative association with like violence like just family abuse and reckless behavior but just because you play fighting games consistently doesn't mean that you punch the face of every guy that you run up and and on the street you know but with streamers with with you being a streamer do you face a similar controversy uh i i I don't think myself like personally i haven't faced any kind of like controversy like that um but I know that's, that has been around for quite some time. For actually, yeah, for quite some time for a lot of people. Um, about playing certain games and like, oh, why are you, why are you playing that for? Like, isn't that like really, like, really aggressive or something? I was like, mm. I, you can see kind of the point, but at the end of the day, it's, it's like the games don't actually affect anyone. Like, if anything, most of the, game, most of the people I, I know who play video games all have a positive outlook like video games have been like kind of like escape like a, a place to go to 
to hang out with your friends or to actually just just get away from reality for a while because sometimes like things go down and you know uh, I think that's one of the one of the harder things especially with a lot of males a lot of guys being able to openly talk about stuff like their emotions and stuff where if we turn on a PlayStation we can jump online we see our mates are online and we know we just start playing you know we just start playing and hanging out and that's kind of like our our, our release you know? letting the stress go and stuff and hey, i don't think yeah i don't think it, like people who don't play video games don't really understand it <laughs> yeah well do you remember that did you that tweet came out um a while ago about you know that dude that was on twitter about saying if you play video games you just haven't <laughs> grown up you haven't matured yet and i love and i love how people went up to him and be like hey yo <laughs> like people who play games aren't throwing their life away like as you said it could be for escapism it could be dealing with 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 troubled situations i just like that's a real narrow-minded way of a vision of, of how to yeah that wasn't a yeah that wasn't a good that wasn't some, a good opinion i was like is that someone with, with, who hasn't had that experience in life and that's the thing like people it's like people looking from the outside in um they only see so much and they're like oh it's like oh People who play like two hours a day, it was like, oh, was like, shut up, man. <laughs> Just shut up. You don't know, know me, bro. You don't know <laughs> yeah. me. What are you on about? You yeah, you don't know what people go through in their lives. And that's why I love the offline stuff because we all just chill, hang. Man, I think we went to like a bar afterwards. Was like, <laughs> yeah. But also, it's that interesting thing where people think who play games don't talk. And that's just not true. I mean, we're not playing. Oh, like we're playing with people. We do talk. We do socialize. It may not be face to face, but there is some mild interaction that happens. So I was very interested, like reading his opinion and thinking, like, how are you? Where are you basing this off? Yeah, I was like, this is most definitely opinion, an opinion piece. Like, it was like, <laughs> mm, yeah, you just thought of that. Nah, bro, <laughs> execution was poor. <laughs> execution was super poor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so being a streamer, tell me some of the. The, the most favorite games you've loved to stream in? Oh, I don't even know where to start with these games. Like, um, was, um, Life is Strange has to be one of my favorite ones I've ever played. Aye, um, yep. Yeah, Life is Strange. Uh, the whole series, the whole series of stuff. I like games that, um, Draw on people on people's emotions and thought process. Also, games that have like variable endings. Like, those are my favorite ones. So, like, yeah, Detroit Become Human was immense. Like, I was like, I was in tears, man. I was like, I got and man, I was like, fuck. <laughs> got turned into Game of Thrones all of a sudden. I was like, ah, oh, fuck this game. I'm out. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. Um, other than that, um. I mean, fight games, fight games, there's a certain, like, I like the blood and gore from Mortal Kombat, and, and Killer Instinct is another one that I like watching. I don't play it, because I, 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 I don't know how to play it properly. <laughs> that's that's legit, I just don't touch it. I was like, but I like watch, watching people hit these combos, like, ultra combo. I'm like, dude, look at the numbers, just... Um, <laughs> those are some of my favorite games. I miss playing sports games. Um, I used to play a lot of like um, like boxing. I used to play a lot of boxing. Um, 
especially because my brother always beat the crap out of me on those games. Like, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll learn how to play this character. Yeah. Um, rugby, rugby was always a good one. NFL, I used to play a lot of NFL. Yeah, nah. I, I think, but my favorite one's the stream. Um, either the ones where I don't get distracted too much. Um, so like, yeah, that's why I play the RPG games and ones where, um, I know, just really random games. Games that, like, nobody really watches, like Goat Simulator or something. <laughs> just just the, the offbeat ones, I see. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <clears throat> Gotta have variety. Yeah. Was there, was there, like, any key people who helped you or gave you advice throughout your learning of how to stream? Oh, to improvise. Always, always. He tells he tells me never to like, oh, no, don't say anything. Just do your stuff. And I was like, bro, I gotta give you props every time. Um, Tim was was the one who like helped me out with stuff, uh, and he was he always let me um, do things, let me learn from them, and then he'll show me a way to like uh, do it better. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's smart. But as always, he's always just been like. Uh, just a bro who, like, if I was ever in trouble, if I ever needed anything, like, he's waiting for me to get a PC. He's like, yeah, man, I got, like, a mic and a keyboard here for you. So like, hey. <laughs> I was like, just, yeah, just let me know when you get your stuff. I was like, oh, shit. That's really like, nice. That like, guy. Yeah, yeah, that guy, that guy has a big heart, man. Like, and that's why I, like, tr- uh, I just want to, you know, try and give back to him as much as I can. Um, yeah, Tim was, was a, big implement into into my uh, streaming yeah and i mean i guess i guess when you become a streamer there are people that kind of grab a i wouldn't say an ego but they get that high profile notion about themselves like when they fully get invested they only worry about their image their progression so it's always nice to hear other creators helping out other you know creators and yeah and such definitely and that's a that's the one thing like I think we, especially here in like New Zealand, like um, there's uh, like a predominant group of us who like to, who want to help each other, and that's the thing. We're always like, you know, always supporting each other, um, always there if, if someone's like doing something big. Like we had like a, a charity stream a couple of weeks ago, and the amount of people that came in and went to all of the streams and donated it was nuts it was crazy i was like dude we made i don't know like 3k or something i was like crazy crazy amount of love and that's the thing that i want like i want to keep doing like dude i have like big dreams of being like mr beast or (laughs) of being able to like go in and like i want to yeah i just want to go in and like donate money to, to a streamer who I know deserves it, who needs like like um like equipment or something or you know they they're not doing so well medically and just pay bills and I just wanna go and help people. I wanna go and fundraise for all these charities. Ah man I just wanna I just wanna give so much to the gaming industry as much as as much of me as I can. Yeah. Because, like that to me, like the game the game industry has been really good to me, so I want to give back as much as I can. Yeah, and that's really admirable yeah. that you do. Um, and I know you try, you know, you do your bit, and I know Tim Provides does his bit as well. Um, 
And I like how Tipravise isn't PC. Like, he just calls it as it is, and he'll swear <laughs> a profuse amount of times. And I kind of like that you have the same energy as well. Like, you basically don't... You, you just call it as it is. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, honestly, goes a long way. And I learned that a long, long time ago. <laughs> just just be honest, eh? Because, mm. not... Oh, man. Like... If you get conflicted with, with your emotions and your thoughts, right, it's just too much. I can't be bothered if I came around with, with anything else. I was like, man, I'll just be honest. If I don't like something, I don't like something, so on and so forth. <laughs> I guess it's just interesting because a lot of people now, like there are some people that are still very like PC, you know, social conformity is very apparent. Um, the more, the bigger you become as a streamer, you know, reputations can be destroyed if you're not careful about what you say, you know, it's that personal accountability. Have you ever had a moment on stream where you've just been like, oh shit, I said that, or I did that? Oh, I think like a few times. There was one time, uh, I think it was Christmas Eve and I went and had like a drink. I got really drunk on stream. I like <laughs> passed out. Oh God, I, I went and deleted the VOD. <laughs> It's like fuck, <laughs> delete the vod. I, I, I was like passed out. The stream was still live for like like another three or four hours. I woke up and I was like, oh shit, and I was like turned it off. It's like eight a.m. Like fuck my head, and then I had to go do a barbecue after. So yeah, fuck oh. <laughs> <laughs> it. Um, yeah, there's, I think there's there's a few other times. Ah, oh, when I first started, when I first started, um, like, um. I forgot. I think I was playing. Oh, I can't remember. It was either I was playing music or someone was talking to me uh, in the headset, and uh, they kept dropping the M bomb. I was like, I I wasn't like 100 percent sure like what was going on, and and then like I, I think it was yeah. I think I was playing like uh, Rainbow Six. I think it was, and I was like, and they're like, oh, are you streaming? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm streaming, and then. All you can hear is like, you can tell they're Caucasian. It's not hard to, you know, you can't hide that Caucasian voice. And they're just dropping the end bomb. I was like, dude, that's crazy. And his mates were like, bro, he's streaming. Don't do it. Don't do it. I was like, what is he on about? So then I went and asked him uh, about it. And he's like, oh, dude, they're just like, you know, they're just being dicks. Just being dicks. Yeah. I was like, oh. And yeah, and then I started learning about the TOS stuff. Like, and then, yeah, from there, I was like, oh, okay, so there's certain there's certain things you have to regulate um, for yourself and you put into your rules and chat and stuff. And then I learned about mods. I was like, what? Like, I still don't know a lot of terms. Like, I literally, like, tweeted, like, a couple of days ago, what the hell is, uh, I don't know, what's, what's the word, K-E-K-W? I was like, what does this mean? Yeah. And someone popped in an emoji of the, the Mexican laugh, and I was like, I don't know what it means. <laughs> I was like, "Ah, oh, shit!" And they explained it to, yeah. See, I'm like, I'm so lost. Mm. Here's a question: but yeah. Do Do you feel that standards for men and women are equal or different on Twitch? Because I've seen I, some women get uh, away with a lot of things on Twitch that a man couldn't. You know. I yeah. I don't think I don't. I feel like ah. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're, they're equal enough. Um, there's a lot of stuff that... Enough, yeah. There's there's things that... I definitely know that there's certain stuff that... There's that certain, like, 
there's some of the guys I've watched. I've gone in, I've gone real cringes like fuck this. And I've left. Um, that they get away with, and some of the stuff that the the women get away with. But I feel like there's a oh, I don't know. I I I literally stop going into like people I don't know or aren't recommended by people. Uh, I follow like if they're not recommended by someone I follow, I don't go and check them out anymore. Yeah, because I used to go and and just follow. I was like, oh look, this person is playing um you know, such and such. I was like, oh that's a cool game, and you just go in, and they're like talking about some of the like most audacious things. I'm like, what the shit? Are we like, are we on like Chatterbait or what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I was like, what the yeah. shit, man. I was like, um, you know, kids will watch your stream and stuff. I was like, yeah, but. You know, these these people don't, I don't know, don't want to hold themselves to it, eh? Yeah. But I'm like, mm. no, it, it's yeah. it's worth it's worth mentioning though because I, I think the longer I, the, the more time I've looked into Twitch, the more that I've seen those little differences, <laughs> um, and yeah. and stuff is not being called out you know and, I, and i'm not sure how to feel about it like as you said you know are you sure you want to say that is it okay um yeah yeah but um could you okay now i know you you're big on tiktok and what ah. why 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 all the time on tiktok man what is so appealing about this tiktok biz um it's kind of like how vines were i, I guess if anyone was around during vines but I think it's the format that they have, where the it gives you a snippet of something. You have like a very small amount of time, like anywhere between fifteen and sixty seconds to do something. Yeah, and I think that's it. It's it's just short attention span, so you don't really have to. If you like something, you'll like it straight away. You know, it's it's very easy. It's very easy to get into, um, and I think that's why TikTok has been. You know, just gaming more and more, especially during like the lockdown. Yeah. Because you could literally create something or follow or copy someone and it can just be trending. And it's crazy. Uh, I, I do like that you can be more creative with stuff. Like, there's, there's certain things that they weren't allowed to do, obviously. Um, but like, you have, a, you have a high chance, especially if you're a content creator, to, to do more things that. Sh- you know that kind of draw eyes towards towards you. It's crazy. Yeah, because I mean I've seen a few um, FGC people on TikTok as well. Actually, I've got one of them here. Ooh. So I think he's a Street Fighter Five player, Bison. Um, he's hey. his name's called LPN. And I saw, this was like the first one I'd seen. And I'm just like thinking, hey, I know you. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, yo, I, get it, get yeah. it. <laughs> That theme song is so catchy. I don't play that game, yeah. even I know it. I'm like, yeah, it yeah. is catchy. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> how many vids a week would you say you bust out on TikTok in a week? Oh, shit, man. I barely, not at, like watching or making? There's making, the... making, <laughs> making, baby. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, making. No, no, no. Okay, okay. You're not I, I used to have the... <laughs> I used to have this format where I'll try to make up to five a day. Um, I'll post three and have two in drafts. So this is here's my TikTok formula. Yeah, here's my TikTok formula. <laughs> I'll I'll post three and put two in drafts. That way, every day I have three posted and two in drafts all the time. So if there's a day where I don't really want to post something, I just grab one from drafts, send it out. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, and I've deleted most of mine because I was so. Oh God, I don't. When you start out, anytime anyone starts out on something, you know, don't ex- like. I had a big hit. It's like, man, I'm gonna be so good on this TikTok. I'm gonna be like, wow, I'm gonna be the man. Yeah. Scott says, good on paper. Next not, not good on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, and this is crazy. I might post one, one or two a week currently. It's just finding like um. Thing like for me, uh, everyone has like different uh, different lane that they want to follow on TikTok. I just want to make funny shit videos, but some people are really like PC about. It. I was like, fuck, man, I could get away. Like, I wanna, I could get away with some stuff. The other stuff, people were like, uh, like I made like like the the stepsister video, and I was like, I cracked myself. I was laughing at myself for ages. I was like, fuck, this is hilarious, and I posted it. And then I got comments like, oh my gosh, why did you do that? I was like, fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it, like, it really seems like TikTok is, is growing and it's like Vine where it's just like, it just seems to be grabbing more and more steam. Do you, because f- people did that with, um, with, uh, uh, with Vine and how they, you know, made a, made like a, a profile of themselves and then they made youtube channels do you feel like tiktok could be the same thing could be used as a social profile could be used to grow a social profile um i, I could i'd say yes for the most part i mean it works both ways in in the sense that i'm starting to see a lot more especially streamers and stuff are starting to use tiktok a lot more and as a kind of a way to engage with your audience with that because these videos are you know they're very short they're very quick and you and you, it makes you feel like you know you're actually doing a service to to your followers. Um, but oh god, because you could use that it's clip because you could use that clip of LPN in the same way. Like people on TikTok see that, and then they find yeah, oh he's yeah. just the guy that dances to the character select music, and then they find out oh shit he's actually a, a real serious Street Fighter player. Yeah, yeah, and then that's it. They'd be like, "Oh, dude, you're from TikTok." I was like, "Yo," <laughs> for, and and that's a good way for people to kind of like engage with with them. Um, a lot of, especially like for the last maybe eight to ten months on TikTok, a lot of um, musicians and artists have been using TikTok kind of to launch themselves uh, unexpectedly as well. Like people will make a song and then like. It will trend overnight. Yeah, and I was like, dude, I don't know how many times I've heard that Doja Cat song. I'm like, the, oh, I'm uh, like my head, my head, because <laughs> there's like so many songs that trend. Because mm. if you could, if you would say that Instagram and Snapchat are the visual platforms, and TikTok is the info slash trash talking platform, I guess TikTok. What what would TikTok be in a sense? It would be that five second seconds of of just. Of, of anything random, it's like a it's like a Tim Tam man. You just take a bite. Oh, just it just fills your day. It's like it's like it's like a filler arc. It's not necessary, but you in, you get addicted to it. Yeah, I, yeah, like, I know, yeah. I know you're I know you're addicted to it. I think a few people in the FTC are as well, and I've avoided TikTok. A for few, that. Eh? Uh, I've avoided it, I've avoided TikTok for a reason. So, like when I think of you, I always you know I think of you, and there's another one I think of bloody someone like you two. Like it's guys like you that love to entertain, um, you know, and you always encourage people to be themselves. Um, have you ever have you ever come across a person or a situation where they've tried to be something bigger than what they naturally are? 
Oh, cheapers. I think maybe. Uh, I'm just trying to think of it. Oh, yeah. There, there was this, there was a person who um who came into chat one time and I was streaming. I forgot what I was streaming, and um, it's like, bro, man, can't like I can't. You're so cool. Oh, we we should just fly you out sometime and come hang out. I was like, hey, where are you from? Is that like, oh, I'm from the US, man. I was like, oh, this is cool. And he was talking up like all this stuff. Like, man, I got a YouTube channel with all these followers. Man, I make music. I was like, what kind of music you make? Oh, it's like uh, trap, trap music. Like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, and he sent me a link. And this is before I had mods. And he put a link in my chat. I clicked on it. I was like, fuck, this guy sucks. Like, shit, bro. Oh. I was like. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck, man! He's talking up like he's gonna fly me out." So I'm like, "Dude, you, you and your like seemingly two followers are gonna follow, fly me out to hang out." Oh, up your ass, man! <laughs> and literally, like, and then I think for like two weeks after that, he'll spam me, bro. I'm gonna start streaming too now. I was like, "Okay, cool." So, and he'll spam my DMs, everything on Twitter. I was like, "Bro." Bro, you can't just tag me in everything, bro. That's not cool. <laughs> and then he didn't take the hint, and I just blocked him on on everything. I was like, "Oh, what you did, <sighs> bro?" I just blocked him. I was like, "Fuck, man." I was like, "I I told you not to tag me. If you know, you didn't. You can't tag everyone." He can't. He started following people I was following. I was like, "That's weird." Uh, and then I got a couple of messages from like people who were like. Uh, like there were some of the girls that I, I, I'm friends with, and they're like, "Do you know this person? He's like tagging me and all the time, like all these tweets." I'm like, "Oh fuck!" So like, I don't actually know him. Me, eh? I'll just block him. I say, like, "Just block him." I'm gonna block him too. I'm gonna tell him what he's doing is wrong, and he shouldn't do it. And he just kept doing it. So I was like, "Fuck it, out of here, bro." I think that's <laughs> like it's it's not a bad thing, but it's just a real irritating thing when you've got someone that at you, especially when they at you and you have no link to. Like there's no affiliation <laughs> to you to whatever the post That's or it. the thing is about. You're just like, why? Why? Hello? How why are you? Why? why? I yeah. <laughs> yeah, but maybe he oh, was one man. of those guys that just you know he didn't have honest friends to tell him the truth. I think that was it, eh? Like, and that's the downside. Like, people need 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 good friends around them to tell them be honest, be even brutally honest. It's gonna like hurt someone. For the moment, but in the long run, it's going to benefit. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like, because being a performer or a comedian, or in this case a streamer, you kind of have to have quick skin and you've got to get it thick or otherwise you're going to get it, you're going to find yourself in some pretty difficult situations. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, oh yeah, being, being anywhere in, in the ever like, on social media, if you're posting stuff, or if you're actually like showing yourself uh, in any kind of platform, you have to be prepared. Like I knew, I knew from the moment I started like doing stuff on Instagram, it's like people like there'll be people that like me and people who always comment bullshit, and I was like, eh, you know, forget about it, forget about it. Um, but that mentality of like not not giving a shit about stuff is really hard for some people. Like, even, like, today, like, sometimes I care, like, a little bit for, for some things, uh, but, like, 98% of the time, like, eh, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, yeah, if you ever, if you plan on, you know, putting yourself out there, 
Uh, it takes time. Uh, it's either going to take time for you to build uh, like a thick skin. Uh, be prepared for like criticism from everyone because unfortunately the internet's here and everyone has an opinion yeah, on man. everything. <laughs> like, just remember, it's an opinion. It's an opinion. Yeah. It's not factual. So That's like the hidden beauty of content creation is <laughs> you put out something and people who have never shown an interest before, all of a sudden it's like, my opinion matters. <laughs> and I'm going to say something. And I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> Really? <laughs> sure, bro. Yeah, go, go hard. Say something. Say something. <laughs> well, if it's all right, brother, we'll just bring uh, it back to MK. You did mention that you watched the old animated series, but did you watch the old? Uh, did you watch the old movie, Mortal Kombat? Did you watch any of those? Oh, jeepers! I don't think. Oh, I can't even remember them. They had VHS, and I remember, I remember trying to watch it, and then our our little tape thingy ate the tape so i don't think i even finished it i don't even think i can remember fin- i was like fuck <laughs> <laughs> the only mk movie i watched was the um the, the i think there was two of them right yeah it was the two that um yeah i was like oh look at scorpion I was like, oh that bird in his hand there's <laughs> a bird in his hand <laughs> i think everyone saw that and yeah. i was like oh but I still like the fight scenes. I'm a, I'm a, I love martial arts. I love martial arts with a passion. <laughs> did, did you take any interest to that new cartoon that IGN put the trailer up for? I think it was called Scorpion's Revenge. Did, did you? you I watched it? it. Oh yeah, you did. Oh okay. Well, without yeah. spoiling it, what, what did you think of it? Um, if you if you enjoy the lore behind Scorpion, you would love love it. You would absolutely love it. If you, every, like, oh, without giving too much details, obviously it's gory, um, just like a good Mortal Kombat animation should be. Um, oh, I, I can't tell you. It was, yeah, it was some it's, it's lore in tricky, there. But if it's focused on the lore, <laughs> it must go way back into uh, pre-Mortal Kombat. So you see, like, his birth as a specter and um, the tournament, the first tournament anyway. First um, tournament, anyway, yeah. yeah. The, the, the visuals are yeah, great as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I recommend it. I recommend it. But, um, what, what was the, because uh, I'm guessing that Scorpion and Sub Zero do fight. Is that the big. Oh, you can't tell. You can't say anything. Um, I can't tell. No, yeah. <laughs> no well, spoilers. I mean, in, in this case, for, for 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 the vision, like for the aesthetic that it is for 2020, it looks pretty sick, man. It, it's actually I'm vibing it. You know, it reminds me of like uh, like some of the the later uh, Batman anime like animated stuff. I was like, I like it a lot. Like the DC stuff that came out. I was like, yeah, it's like it's got a good vibe to it. And uh, just moments. There's so many moments in there. If you're a fan of Johnny Cage, there's so many moments up there. I can't spoil it. So when did you go see it, man? Uh, uh dude. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, let's let's. I can't even like. How, how many weeks have we been in lockdown? <laughs> I I I'm like. Mm, I can't remember. I can't remember. Was it before lockdown? Just before? No, it was just after. Oh, I can't even remember. Did I watch it officially? Maybe. Maybe. Oh, okay. One of those. Okay. 
<laughs> Moving right along. There was a, we'll it was on. a surprise. We'll, we'll move right along. Um, yeah, I, I think I think um, upon Mortal Kombat 11's release, when they announced Kari Takawa as the voice actor for Shang Tsung to get the original Shang Tsung, I mean that just seemed to, you know, it just it, it, it was not just fan service, but it was just right. But now, how do you feel with this continuation story with Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath? Um, I don't know. I'm 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 on the fence about it. Um, I I like the idea of playing more story mode and kind of like uh, I love lore, but I I love any game that has like backstory. And because of the history of Mortal Kombat, there's so much, especially with, with Shang Tsung. Um, and it, it's not too much out of the realm of you know what you would expect from his character. Like it's not too far fetched that it wouldn't happen. Yeah, because I mean, some it, kind of the, way. it's painting itself out to be a slight time reset, like just a very slight reset to factor in, yeah, you know, the new characters, Fujin and Shiva, and yeah, the newly announced Robocop. Any thoughts on those guys? Whew. Okay, Fujin. Good lord, welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see what he plays like. I, I he's he was a character that much of the NRS scene was really kind of like, oh, you know, when is he going to be available? I can't remember the last game. Was it 9? Mortal Kombat 9 was his last one? Or maybe... What him? No, but, no, no. Um, I think it was Armageddon. It was it Armageddon, probably would have been Armageddon, I think. I, I hope I'm right. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember him in 9. Yeah. No, no, I, I'm trying... Yeah, I don't think I knew... Oh, see, this is what I mean. I played too, too many games. And, um... Oh, God. Can you see a homie? Yeah, still see you. Sorry. Oh, there we go. Camera's all good. Yeah, that changed. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, it yeah, looks like... like it Fujin looks, was a good character. Yeah, it looks like Fujin might have a bit of Kenshi vibes because of his sword. But if it's present more in combat than his original bow and arrows, would you still be okay with that? I mean, I, I feel like they're going to make it a variation. Like, I feel like that's... That's their process for adding abilities and stuff. So I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I can see it. See it happen. Yeah. And yeah. Robocop. I over... don't know. Sorry, man, you go. Uh, you Robocop go. over Terminator. Robocop over. <laughs> no, Robocop over Ash Williams. Oh. I don't. Um, I, I love Robocop. Officer Murphy. Oh. Officer Murphy. <laughs> I love I love Robocop so much, but I just want to I want to see more gameplay and more um, more abilities. I want to see how he how he works out, but you know, there's a lot to lot to be seen before yeah. then. But Ash Williams would have been perfect. Yeah, well, <laughs> his character design, the law would fit. Whereas I think people can well, were not complaining, but they were afraid, like Robocop's fight style: shoot, walk a few steps, shoot some more. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Like he would, he would like he would handle too much like Terminator, like stiff animations. He would, yeah. he would handle too much like Terminator. <laughs> Man, that's the crazy part. Uh, I think that's what people were like, really kind of weighing it in. Yeah. Well, on a scale of one to ten, man, how much are you wanting Melina in this story expansion? Oh, hundred. <laughs> can we have Melina? Can we have Melina already? Yeah, it's not too late. Hey, hey Ed, hey Ed, I'll call you up soon, eh? Fire up. 
Flatty. Dude, I don't know how long we've been wanting Melina in this. We got, we, you know, we've got some really good characters, and, and there are a lot of them that we are actually like campaign for. So that's this could mean that he is kind of like paying attention, which they kind of, which is kind of good. Um, oh, Melina, to have Melina in here, man, all the one-liners between the sisters, Drew. <laughs> there be so many one-liners. Yeah, and there could be a cool, yeah. and there could be a nice little story about the. Like she'd present Katana, that tension would be higher since she's Khan now. So, yeah. Oh, and she would absolutely go in on Devora. <laughs> get revenge. She yeah. go get revenge. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, you did mention it previously about your little fundraiser, and we Salt Shakers, we've also done some like team tournaments to fundraise for charity. Um, like, could you could you explain a bit more about that? about what that project was? Uh, so that project was uh, Kids Can. Uh, so Kids Can is a charity that helps uh, provide like clothes and food for um, for kids in New Zealand who, you know, are in the poverty areas and stuff. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much a majority of what they do. So they take care of a lot of the kids in poverty. And, um, Someone just came in, asked who wants to jump in. I was like, "Yes, yeah, sweet." Like for me, if there's anything, if there's any fundraiser that I know I can put my hand towards, I always want to jump in. Um, I just, I, you know, I, I just try to help out as much as I can, and I'm so happy that you know that we were kind of like their first. They, they, this was the first time they actually had people do a stream to fundraise, and I think that's the way. Most companies, or most, sorry, most charities and foundations should start to look towards um, social media and stuff as a way of um, helping out and stuff, getting people who are in the industries to help out. Because, like, St. Jude's Hospital, Dr. Lupo, that guy, this is like a, like a million dollars or like three million dollars of donations. Like, yeah. if, if that's any indication of where, you know, the traditional ways of like going out and um, you know having people stand at, at stores and places is a bit dated, um, yeah. but you know, and a lot of us who like grew up with video games, we're all in that in that kind of um, that grouping that we you know we work, we make money, so you know you could you should kind of like pander towards us if you're kind of looking for donations, um, you know. For certain games, obviously, you don't want to go to Fortnite all the time. Yeah, but yeah. Like, um, I think that's where a lot of charities and stuff need to start op- being a bit more open about, um, you know, uh, getting help from like gamers. Because, hey, we're all the same people. We all grew up in situations and different lifestyles. We understand like that you guys need a hand, and we're we're more than happy to come help. Yeah, or even schools as well. Since schools have made that change to make their curriculum more, I'm just going to say digestible. You know, having like app, like having um, iPads and tablets and computers more accessible in school. I think you've touched on an interesting note about how schools like can really be more innovative with. Like, they should actually start to teach some elements of streaming as well as even looking towards doing charity streams or fundraisers. Yeah, most definitely. 
Um, especially because as one is it's gonna be the kids are gonna be enticed by it. They're gonna be able to enjoy the content, and this is like the modern age. This is where everything's kind of heading towards. It's gonna be very uh, tech savvy. Yeah. So why not bring them in at a you know earlier? You know, give them bits and pieces to to start building them into their actual future, like. As I love books and stuff, like I love reading and and stuff, but like a lot of ebooks are out, or you can just get like a Kindle and just download. Yeah, going yeah. away from from traditional stuff, people. If any oldies are watching, hey, I love you, yeah. I love you. Well, actually, just a brief mention to um, Tim's podcast with John Campbell because that's actually what John said is that like back in their day, schools, and I'm guessing our day too, like we were being taught stuff that wasn't being applied you know, for the next, yeah. for the next step or like the next job or so like making education relevant in this day of digital is, 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 is totally crucial. Do you feel like it's a step? Do you feel like schools teaching streaming as a curriculum could be a possibility in the distant future? Or elements of oh. streaming? Oh, actually, no, I think both, both elements and actually teaching streaming. Um, Maybe not at like intermediate or primary levels, but as they go into college and stuff, that stuff like especially with like the wire cattle esports, like you know, that's a whole like university dedicated to to playing video games as a career, as a career path, as an actual holy shit, as an actual career path. (laughs) Having a school that's dedicated to playing video games as an actual career path, like you're not just there playing the games, you're learning like fundamentals, like um, you know, placements on maps or uh, character selection, uh, counter characters. You're learning so much about the game itself and how to you know, how to adapt your abilities into the skill sets. It's crazy, and and it's because there's, there's a lot of old fogies, you know, old mindsets. They're like, oh, you know, this isn't this isn't how it was done nowadays. But it's like, obviously. It's not yeah. this is this is yeah. It's like just you know people are slowly getting to it. And if we could do that like in unison, if we have like a, a you know, hope I'm hoping that it becomes more uh more into the curriculum. Yeah. Like um yeah, like on, on Tim's um podcast, like uh, how John was talking about uh, you know, kids being bilingual, I was like, Man if if there were like like subjects that we could be offered that I oh mean I would love to learn like Japanese as as a subject at school. I'm like, dude, I would love to learn any other language as well as my own language at school if it was available. Yeah. Damn man. I think like so, yeah, if we uh, yeah. No no you go man, you go. I mean so yeah, yeah. So if we it's like if you give if you give the children the options, um Watch what they do with it. Just, just you know, give them the freedom to have these choices and let them grow into it. Yeah, and I think I, I do think one of the biggest challenges though is um, so, like just monitoring them and just applying the ghost chips method, in that it all has to be in proportion. It can't all be games. Eighty percent games, twenty percent study. Like it's got to uh, be. This is where the real struggle is. There is just making sure that it's all evenly that, distributed their time because I think a lot of parents from the outside they're going to say that's that'll be the thing is that you know once he's into Fortnite oh, it's just he's a waste hooked. of time yeah, yeah, yeah. he's hooked he won't, li- <laughs> he won't live for anything else 
no, no. Yeah, it has to be balanced. It has to be balanced uh, from both ends, both in the education on site and at home. You know, you can't just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, send your kid off to school and be like, oh, yeah, do whatever, and then expect them to carry on those kind of, like, values that they had at school at home without, the, without that support from the parents or, you know, the family. Yeah. So family has to, you know, has to be um, meeting halfway as well. Yeah, because it's not just streaming that, you know, these kids can apply these skills to. It could be anything. It could be, like, social, you know, like any kind of digital marketing, um, basic skills exactly. like public speaking get, imp- you know, improved, but also digital design, like, it does open up a door to other pathways, but obviously parents just see the first stop gaming. It's like, where does that lead to? It's like, oh, if you only knew, man. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's it. Imagine not like, especially making the connections uh, with people like, dude, like, you know, play someone's just one of the most talented artists. And the fact that he like does, does stuff for like WWE, I'm like, dude, what like, Wrestling is though I love wrestling so much, and he's a wrestler, and he's a wrestler. I was like, oh shit, yeah, shit, and he's a really good gamer. Like he's absolutely insane, especially on that little mini control, like little stick that he always beats my ass with yeah. all the time. <laughs> I, think, I, I think we know, and I think the parents need to know, is that the path to success, the path to success, has really changed from. The, the era from what oh. we grew up with like it can be you can go along any pathway you can go along any means of education or cre- ex- you know expressive yeah. creation. good lord welcome back yeah. <laughs> i want to see what he plays like i, I he's a, he was a character that much of the nrs scene was really kind of like oh you know when is he gonna be available i can't remember the last game was it nine mortal kombat nine was his last one or maybe what him no, but, no, no. Um, I think it was Armageddon. It was it Armageddon. Probably would have been Armageddon, I think. I, I hope I'm right. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember him in nine. Yeah. No, no. I, I'm trying. Yeah, I don't think I knew. Oh. See, this is what I mean. I played too too many games. And um. Oh God. Can you see homie? Yeah, still see you. Sorry. Ah, oh, there we go. Cameras all good. Yeah, that changed. <laughs> Because, I mean, it yeah, looks like... like Fujin was a good character. Yeah, it looks like Fujin might have a bit of Kenshi vibes because of his sword. But if it's present more in combat than his original bow and arrows, would you still be okay with that? I mean, I, I feel like they're going to make it a variation. Like, I feel like that's that's their process for adding abilities and stuff. So I'll be like, eh, yeah, I, I can see it. See it happen. Yeah. And yeah. Robocop... I don't know... Sorry, man, you go. Uh, you Robocop go. over Terminator. Robocop over... <laughs> no, Robocop over Ash Williams. Oh. I don't... Um, I, oh, I love Robocop. Officer Murphy. Oh. Officer Murphy. <laughs> I, love, I love Robocop so much, but I just want to... I want to see more gameplay and more um, more abilities. I, I want to see how he, how he works out, but, you know... There's a lot to lot to be seen before yeah. then, but Ash Williams would have been perfect. Yeah, well, <laughs> his character design, the law would fit. Whereas I think people can well, were not complaining, but they were afraid, like Robocop's fight style: shoot, walk a few steps, shoot some more. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like he would he would like he would handle too much like Terminator, like stiff animations. He would 
yeah. it would handle too much like Terminator. <laughs> Man, that's the crazy part. Uh, I think that's what people were like, really kind of weighing it in. Yeah. Well, on a scale of 1 to 10, man, how much are you wanting Melina in this story expansion? Oh, 100. <laughs> Can we have Melina? Can we have Melina already? Yeah, it's not too late. Hey, hey Ed. Hey, Ed, I'll call you up soon, eh? Fire up. Bloody. Dude, I don't know how long we've been wanting Melina in this. We've got, we, you know, we've got some really good characters, and, and there are a lot of them that we are actually like campaign for so that's this could mean that he is kind of like paying attention which they kind of which is kind of good um oh, melina let's have melina in here man all the one-liners between the sisters drew <laughs> there'll be so many one-liners yeah and there could be a cool yeah. and there could be a nice little story about the like she'd resent katana that tension would be higher since she's khan now so yeah Oh, and she would absolutely go in on Devora. <laughs> get revenge. She yeah. would go get revenge. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, you did mention it previously about your little fundraiser. And we Salt Shakers, we've also done some like team tournaments to fundraise for charity. Um, like, could you, could you explain a bit more about that, about what that project was? Uh, so that project was uh, Kids Can. Uh, so Kids Can is uh, a charity that helps uh, provide like clothes and food for um, for kids in New Zealand who, you know, are in the poverty areas and stuff. So um, yeah, that's pretty much the uh, majority of what they do. So they take care of a lot of the kids in poverty. And um, someone just came in and asked who wants to jump in i was like yes yeah, sweet like for me if there's anything if there's any fundraiser that i know i can put my hand towards i always want to jump in um i just I, yeah i i just try to help out as much as i can and i'm so happy that you know that we were kind of like their first they, they this was the first time they actually had people do a stream to fundraise and i think that's the way most companies, or most, sorry, most charities and foundations should start to look towards um, social media and stuff as a way of um, helping out and stuff, getting people who are in the industries to help out. Because, like, St. Jude's Hospital, Dr. Lupo, that guy, I don't, I don't, was it like a, like a million dollars or like three million dollars of donations? Like, yeah. if, if that's any indication of where, you know, the traditional ways of like going out and um, you know having people stand at, at stores and places is a bit dated. Um, yeah. But you know, and a lot of us who like grew up with video games, we're all in that in that kind of um, that grouping that like, we you know we work, we make money, so you know you could you should kind of like pander towards us if you're kind of looking for donations. Um, you know. For certain games, obviously, you don't want to go to Fortnite all the time. Yeah, but yeah. Like, um, I think that's where a lot of charities and stuff need to start op- being a more, bit more open about, um, you know, uh, getting help from like gamers. Because, hey, we're all the same people. We all grew up in situations and different lifestyles. We understand, like, that you guys need a hand, and we're we're more than happy to come help. Yeah, or even schools as well. Since schools have made that change to make their curriculum more 
I'm just going to say digestible, you know, having like app, like having um, iPads and tablets and computers more accessible in school. I think you've touched on an interesting note about how schools like can really be more innovative with, like they should actually start to teach some elements of streaming as well as even looking towards doing charity streams or fundraisers. Yeah, most definitely. Um, especially because as one is it's going to be the kids are going to be enticed by it. They're going to be able to enjoy the content. And this is like the modern age. This is where everything's kind of heading towards. It's going to be very uh, tech savvy. Yeah. So why not bring them in at a you know earlier? You know, give them bits and pieces to, to start building them into their actual future. Like. As, I love books and stuff. Like I love reading and and stuff. But like a lot of ebooks are, out, or you can just get like a Kindle and just download. Yeah, going yeah. away from from traditional stuff, people. If any oldies are watching, hey, I love you. Yeah. I love you. Well, actually, <laughs> just a brief mention to um, Tim's podcast with John Campbell because that's actually what John said is that like back in their day, schools, and I'm guessing our day too, like we were being taught stuff that wasn't being applied you know, for the next, for the next step or like the next job or so like making education relevant in this day of digital is, 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 is totally crucial. Do you feel like it's a step? Do you feel like schools teaching streaming as a curriculum could be a possibility in the distant future? Or elements of streaming? Oh, actually, no, I think both, both elements and actually teaching streaming. Um, Maybe not at like intermediate or primary levels, but as they go into college and stuff, that stuff like especially with like the wire cattle esports, like you know, that's a whole like university dedicated to to playing video games as a career, as a career path, as an actual holy shit, as an actual career path. <laughs> yeah. Having a school that's dedicated to playing video games as an actual career path, like you're not just there playing the games, you're learning like fundamentals like um you know placements on maps or uh, character selection uh counter characters you're learning so much about the game itself and how to you know how to adapt your abilities into the skill sets it's crazy and and it's because there's, there's a lot of old fogies you know old mindsets they're like oh you know this isn't this isn't how it was done nowadays but it's like obviously it's not yeah. this is this is yeah it's like just you know people are slowly getting to it and if we could do that like in unison if we have like a, a hopefully i'm hoping that it becomes more uh more into the curriculum yeah like um yeah like on on tim's um podcast like uh how john was talking about uh you know kids being bilingual i was like man if if there were like like subjects that we could be offered that oh man, I would love to learn like Japanese as as a subject at school. I'm like, dude, I would love to learn any other language as well as my own language at school if it was available. Yeah. Damn, man. I think like so, yeah, if we uh, yeah no no you go man you go. I mean so yeah yeah so if we it's like if you give if you give the children the options um. Watch what they do with it. Just, just you know, give them the freedom to have these choices and let them grow into it. Yeah, and I think I, I do think one of the biggest challenges, though, 
is um, so, like just monitoring them and just applying the ghost chips method in that it all has to be in proportion. It can't all be games, 80% games, 20% study. Like it's got to uh, be, this is where the real struggle is there is just making sure that it's all evenly distributed their time. Because I think a lot of parents from the outside, they're going to say that's that'll be the thing is that, you know, once he's into Fortnite, oh, it's just he's a waste hooked. of time. Yeah, yeah. he's hooked. He won't, live, <laughs> he won't live for anything else. No, no, there has to be balance. There has to be balance uh, from both ends, both and the uh, educational side and at home. You know, you can't just be like, oh yeah, you know, send your kid off to school and be like, oh yeah, mm. do whatever, and then expect them to carry on those kind of like values that they had at school at home, without the without that support from the parents or you know the family. Yeah. So family has to you know has to be um, meeting halfway as well. Yeah, because it's not just streaming that you know these kids can apply these skills to it could be anything it could be like social you know like any kind of digital marketing um basic skills exactly. like public speaking get in, you know improve but also digital design like it does open up a door to other pathways but obviously parents just see the first stop gaming it's like where does that lead to it's like oh, if you only knew man <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that's it. Imagine not like, especially making the connections uh, with people. Like, dude, like you know, Blake, someone's just one of the most talented artists, and the fact that he like does stuff, does stuff for like WWE. I'm like, dude, like, like wrestling is like, I love wrestling so much, and he's a wrestler, and he's a wrestler. I was like, oh shit, yeah, shit, and he's a really good gamer. Like, he's absolutely insane, especially on that little mini control, like little stick that he always beats my ass with yeah. all the time <laughs> I, think, I, I think we know and i think the parents need to know is that the path to success the path to success has really changed from the, the era from what oh. we grew up with like it can be you can go along any pathway you can go along any means of education or cre ex you know expressive yeah. creativity and it's okay you know you don't have to have a qualification yeah that's it. It's okay. And I think that's where a lot of our parents, when they, like, they came through, where it was education was only way. The, like, education was, like, that specific education. You know, you go get your school cert or your NCEA, uh, you, you know, do all this, and that's the only way you're going to get, like, a better future. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if you ever listened to Gary V at all. Um, but like he he was a guy who like who the, who was like a D student at, at school. He and he knew he knew early on that, that you know education wasn't his thing. But he got into like like selling baseball cards from a young age and trading this and that. And and he kind of like he's like really made him made himself like um he's done really well for himself like a millionaire and stuff. Um, but like he had goals of what he wanted and you know it was it's was very diverse like if we could just talk to our kids and see what they want to do and then you know because kids half the time they don't know what they want to do one year from when you ask them three five years yeah but at least if you're there supporting those you know those um those values that they you know they understand and appreciate you that much more i was like man if I had someone just like, oh yeah, cool, because man, I wanted, oh, I had so many things I wanted to do growing up. 
I want to be a policeman. Hey, hey, I want to do... You and me, <laughs> we both want to go back to our old college counselors and be like, no, you are so wrong. <laughs> He's like, man, you're stupid, man. You're so stupid. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give you some uh-huh. final questions, man. Well, roundup questions, I suppose. Um, for your next cool, F- for your next NZFGC event, choose a friend to bring along. Oh, jeepers! Right. Oh. Oh, actually, I I bring my little brother. Actually, I bring my little brother. Oh, that's, nice. That's my friend. Okay. Yeah, he's he's actually uh, a Tekken player. Um. There's a lot of gin. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Okay. All right, then. Hook, hook fist, man. All right. Okay. Hook fist. <laughs> no, What's that? No, just saying electric hook, oh, yeah, hook yeah. fist, eh? Okay. He's a, he's right. a hook fist kind of he's guy. Cra- he's, a, he's a hook fist kind of guy. <laughs> Which Tinger boy would you want to have an all night MK11 session with? Oh, duh. consistent. <laughs> Wow, that was quick. Oh shit! Maybe. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, Khan. <laughs> nah, he's the man. Name a streamer you'd love to collab with in the future. Oh, fuck! Name, God. Uh, this, oh, I think there's like two, two that I really would like to collab with. Okay, well, Mitch, now, oh, go, go on, mention them both. Just, this is just New Zealand or like anyone everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. Damn. Oh, okay. It's free then. <laughs> uh, so it would be uh, Tim the Tatman, because I just fucking love his energy. Um, it would be... Uh, oh, who would be the other one? It would be probably Vicstar123. Vicstar123. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Pokimane. Pokimane. Ah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what what what's your go to panic move when playing Scorpion? Uh jump. <laughs> neutral, neutral man, not, neutral not an attack, <laughs> just neutral jump. Just yeah. like, <laughs> This this guy, not even teleport, just jump, this guy. <laughs> no, nah, just jump, just jump. Fake fake the teleport, man. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. You've been asked to be the wingman and getting KFC for one of these three lovely ladies. Milky, Shamir, and Squishy Blob. But who gets the first pick and why? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> nah, you know what? I, I just put it in, in the front of all three of them and I let them have it. Go at it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you don't, you gotta get in between any three of, any three of them because, man, just a free KFC's life. You just dump the, you just dump the package and run, eh? Dump the package and go straight to commentary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nice answer. Okay, who 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 was your favorite? Who is your favorite person to do or watch commentary with? Oh man, I don't know. There's too many. There is far too many. But I I I I oh. Chris Lord and Milky were both like I love doing commentary with both of them. It was fun. It was so much fun. Yeah. What was yeah, they just? Yeah, yeah. What is yeah. it about their? What is it about their styles that? It's their knowledge. Like, see, I'm, I'm not. You know, I, I I'm a pretty face, but I'm not that knowledgeable, um, <laughs> about stuff. But having the knowledge and be able to bounce um off a commentary with them, 
felt real natural, and I like that of like just absolutely. They're both wild, and I think that's the the main thing. They're both wild, and we're just having fun. That's cool, man. That's cool. Okay, <laughs> describe your Mortal Kombat tournament run in one sentence. Uh, loser bracket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a realist here, man. Currently, uh, loser bracket. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, actually, actually, come to think of it, you actually made, I think you made top 16 for, or just, maybe just shy of top 16, or you just made top uh, 16. Yeah, my, my you were pretty close. Just. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you still say loser's bracket. Okay, then. Yeah, loser's bracket. Um, <laughs> all right. What's the one thing you would tell a new streamer not to be worried about? Ugh, numbers. Just have fun. Have just, fun. Yeah. This is like, if you get your head stuck on numbers, you start to lose passion of streaming. Just play the game you want to play. Go for it. Just go 100. Even if you don't have a camera, just go and play the game and have fun. Ah, good advice, man. Who is your waifu? Oh, shh. <laughs> Uh, nah, I got too many, bro. <laughs> okay, this <laughs> is one you've got to got narrow two. down. This is one you have to narrow down. Ah, uh, uh, if it was, oh god, if I have to, <sighs> damn. Ah, uh, if it's from Mortal Kombat, uh, my wife would be Cassie Cage. Cassie, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she is savage. Uh, I like them bad like that. <laughs> <laughs> She's just a sassy. She's just a sassy little um, little thing. Yeah, she is. She is. <laughs> hey, well, um, thanks. For, thanks for this, Wolf. Um, it's been a real pleasure, and it's been really great to get your opinion. Um, just as a first-time entry, as well as being a streamer, so you offered some really, like, you know, you offered input, not that a casual FGC person would. So, you know, I'm just saying thank you for that. It's been really great. Do you have any last-minute shout-outs or sorry, last? Shout-outs or words you want to make? Oh, um, Jesus. Can we all, like, uh, it's level two. It's level two, guys. Hey, it's level two. Take it easy. I want to see everyone offline. Let's have fun. And let's open up a, a tab on Stanley Fierce. Oh, tab, tab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do it. <laughs> Sweet. Hey, thanks again, bro. See you guys. Thanks, Dex. Cheers. See ya.